Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey there. It's time for some self-care. So this one's for the anxious people, you know who you are, or maybe you're not sure, but if you experience feeling nervous, restless, or tense, having a sense of impending danger, panic, or doom, having increased heart rate, breathing rapidly, sweating, trembling, feeling weak, or tired, trouble concentrating or thinking about anything other than the present worry, having trouble sleeping, experiencing GI problems, having difficulty controlling worry, or having the urge to avoid things that trigger anxiety, then you probably have anxiety. Fun stuff. I just want to say real quick that this podcast is just for fun and for sharing things that I have found helpful. I am not a doctor. So I finally admitted to myself that I had anxiety and needed help several years ago now, and it was a huge turning point in my life. It gave me focus for my healing, and I'm now learning how to live in peace with my anxiety. I know it's not going to go away, but I'm definitely learning how to work with it instead of trying to fight it. (laughs) So I like to take in as much info as I can about mental health, anxiety, depression, and pretty much anything else psychology related. I really am fascinated by all of it, and it also really helps me to understand my own brain And if I understand my brain, then I can begin to heal my brain. So one of the more recent things that I started watching is a YouTube channel that's called Psych2Go. They do short cartoons that talk about various mental health topics, and I've found a couple of them quite interesting. Some of them are skewed a little bit more toward, like, teenagers, but honestly, I think that's fantastic. I think your teenage years are incredibly difficult mental health-wise, so... I think having short, cute little cartoons that explain things and make you feel better is a very good thing. The one that I wanted to share today, I found very interesting. I knew a little bit of the information that they'd shared already, but not all of it. It is a video about six foods that could be worsening your anxiety. Psych2Go stresses, and so do I, that this is just for fun and should not be used to treat or diagnose anything. So please go see a medical professional if you feel like you have anxiety, depression, or any other health problems. Getting your own information is great, and it helps you make informed decisions, but you definitely need a team, somebody other than just yourself. (laughs) Anyway, so here's the list of six foods that could be worsening your anxiety. The first one is sugar. This one I knew. This one seems pretty obvious. Sugar's definitely a problem for me. Like, if I had to list my uh, top problematic vices, sugar would definitely be on there, if not first. It causes lots of peaks and crashes, and I think that anything that causes extremes like that is very bad for anxiety. 
Um, at least that's been my experience. And yet I can't stop with the sugar. I'm trying. <laughs> Number two is coffee and caffeine, which is another problem for me. It's not as bad as it used to be. I'm not a coffee drinker, and I found out that I have a pretty bad sensitivity to tea. So I don't drink as much caffeine as I used to, but when I do, there is absolutely nothing healthy about this habit. I mean, at least coffee and tea have health benefits. I now am drinking like Red Bull when I want caffeine, like a lot of caffeine, and then this like Mio stuff that, you know, has extra vitamins and probably some fake sugars and other weird chemical things that I don't want to think about. So yeah, nothing natural or good about that one for me. Again, it causes like peaks and crashes and it will mess with your anxiety. It definitely messes with mine. I can only have one Red Bull a day because otherwise I will have a full-blown panic attack, um, which was a fun thing to discover. <laughs> anyway, number three, this was one I did not know. Aged fermented or cultured foods. Now, I haven't noticed this one as an issue, but honestly, I don't eat a ton of these things, except for cheese. Um, I love cheese. <laughs> and I honestly haven't noticed if it affects my anxiety. So I'm thinking that it's at least not an extreme one like sugar and caffeine are, where they're very noticeable. I probably won't notice anything with this until I cut out some of the other ones. And I hope I don't have this because, God, I love cheese. I don't want to cut out cheese. Does cheese make me anxious? Anyway, number four is nightshades. I've read this one before, and I, I know this one to be true, honestly, but I have found that I react differently to different types of nightshades. Um, I also just found out that berries are nightshades, and now I'm super bummed because I love berries. Everything else I'm either sensitive to or like, you know, like I like bell peppers, but I could give or take bell peppers, but berries are so good. <laughs> um, I haven't noticed that they cause me anxiety, so I'm going to continue with the berries for now. <laughs> I've got a lot of other things to deal with first. Number five is gluten. Honestly, I already don't eat a lot of gluten. I can if I choose to, but I have a pretty bad sensitivity to yeast as well as egg whites. So I avoid most baked goods now, which is a bummer. <laughs> when I do eat them, um, I'm so focused on the reaction that I'm having that I honestly couldn't tell you if there is any sort of effect on my anxiety other than I'm anxious because I'm swelling and itching and I'm feeling awful. I don't know. I don't think that one's too much of a problem for me most of the time. <laughs> and number six is processed foods. Which makes sense, because who knows what is in processed foods. Um, usually sugar, bad fats, uh, all kinds of stuff. And again, they cause peaks and valleys. This has definitely been a problem for me my entire life. So I'm always working on this one. I can definitely see how it affects my anxiety, but it's also tied into a lot of other stuff. Um, you should just avoid processed foods in general. I say that. I don't do it. I'm not trying to be preachy in any way. I'm just saying, like, health-wise, that's a good idea. Practice-wise, may or may not happen. We're working on it. So it's a lot to think about anyway. The struggle is so real. I've been considering cutting out caffeine, 
I know it would be helpful, but those headaches are for real, and I don't know if I want to deal with it. And then cutting sugar and processed foods should be easy, but it's just not. At least not for me. I've got a lot of food things, and I am working through it all, but it is like wading through molasses or caramel. See, sugar on the brain all the time. Ugh. Anyway, until I manage to change my diet completely, I need to find other ways to care for myself and continue to deal with my anxiety. I need to find other ways to quiet my mind. Honestly, food should not be involved in any of that. (laughs) Speaking of quieting my mind, I would like to end this episode with a quote from a very brilliant man, Fred Rogers. Sometime in your day today, try to turn off all the noises you can around you and give yourself some quiet time. In the silence, let yourself think about something, or if possible, think about nothing. See, Mr. Rogers knew what was up. He's all about meditation. If you can, find some quiet time today and take some deep breaths, enjoy the moment, and just for a second, try to silence the anxiety. Peace. 